It's Monday morning motivation! Hello and welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Motivation. I'm your host, Morty Liss. Here on Monday Morning Motivation, we take a look at the human psyche, what makes us tick, and discuss how we can not only survive, but thrive through our week. This week's episode is sponsored by the grub company Biltong. What's Biltong? It's South African-style beef jerky, and this stuff is delicious. I mean, it's so natural, they literally have pictures of each ingredient to help list the ingredients, and each package contains its own individual toothpick. There's no chemically created soaked and sugary marinades. It's just delicious, delicious beef jerky. I'm telling you, this Biltong is amazing. It comes in five different flavors. Try them all. And special for our listeners, we have a promo code. If you use the code MortyRocks, M-O-R-D-Y-R-O-C-K-S, at checkout, you'll get 10% off your sliced biltong. And shipping is free for orders over $25, so try them all and save a few more bucks with our special code. Once again, that's thegrubcompany.com, thegrub, G-R-U-B, company.com, promo code MortyRocks, M-O-R-D-Y-R-O-C-K-S, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your slice built-on order. Operant conditioning, also known as instrumental conditioning, is a method of learning normally attributed to B.F. Skinner, where the consequences of a response determine the probability of it being repeated. Through operant conditioning, behavior which is reinforced or rewarded will likely be repeated, and behavior which is punished will occur less frequently. That definition was by Saul McLeod from simplypsychology.com. So operant conditioning, to kind of simplify it, is basically if we want a behavior to continue, we reinforce it. And if we want a behavior to stop, then we do what we can to get rid of it. So there's a bunch of different concepts that are inherent in the idea of operant conditioning. I'm going to focus on two of them, which is negative reinforcement and positive reinforcement. So negative reinforcement is defined as the termination of an unpleasant state following a response. It's known as negative reinforcement because it's the removal of an adverse stimulus, which is rewarding to an animal or person. Negative reinforcement strengthens behavior because it stops it or removes it or removes an unpleasant experience. So, for example, say you forgot to go do your homework and you give your teacher $5. You'll complete your homework to avoid paying $5, thus strengthening the behavior of completing your homework. Once again, Saul McLeod. So basically, the idea of negative reinforcement is if there's going to be a negative consequence for your actions, you're basically going to stop doing it. So say somebody's a smoker. Well, if they really internalize the idea of if I keep on smoking, I'm not going to be able to breathe, and they stop smoking, and they experience breath, and they experience what it feels like to actually breathe without wheezing, and they get rid of all that black soot, then they know that, all right, if I smoke again, there's going to be a negative outcome, i.e. my lungs will turn black again, and I'll be, you know, sneezing black boogers. So that's kind of nasty. Sorry to be so graphic, but that's enough to help a smoker internalize the idea of wanting to stop. So that's the the negative reinforcement, is understanding the consequence of what you're going to do really the the negative consequence of what you're going to do. Now, there's the idea, there's the the reverse of that is positive reinforcement. So if you know that there's something positive that you're going to get out of an action, then you're going to keep on doing it. So B.F. Skinner, he, he did a study. He took, he took rats, put them in a cage, and there are two lovers. 
uh, one lever would stop the um, would there was there, there was actually an electrical current going through it, and so the 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 rats were essentially getting shocked, and they when they accidentally push the lever, then it gets rid of the shock. It gets rid of that that um, the pain, the stimulus, the painful stimulus. And what he noticed is that the rats would keep pushing that lever to get rid of the pain. So that's the negative reinforcement is there's something negative going on, some kind of pain. And if you do this action, then you know that it's going to get rid of the negative consequence. So that's called negative reinforcement. Now, positive reinforcement, he did an an experiment with the rats as well. They, there was a lever that gave out food pellets and when the rat accidentally knocked the, the lever and got the food pellet, then a ho, woohoo, a reward, food. And then it hit the lever again, woohoo, a reward, food. And that's a positive reinforcement is this action leads to a positive outcome. And there was actually a poll conducted after the study and 100 of the rats reported, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. And in follow-up interviews, the rats also reported that, well, I thought what is lost can never be saved, but I realized it can be through operant conditioning. Okay, those of you who get my 90s references, great. Those of you who don't, let's just move on. So when it comes to getting rid of habits, uh, Tony Robbins basically takes this idea of operant conditioning and brings it down to a practical level. He, he defined, he, he has this idea called leverage. It's, it's getting leverage and in, in getting control over your habits. So we, what you want to do is you want to link extreme pain to bad habits and extreme pleasure to new habits. Now, it's got to be done on an emotional, experiential level because it's easy to sit here and talk about, well, you know, I I know smoking's bad for me and you'll see I'll stop. But you tell a smoker, hey, those cigarettes are literally killing you every time. They'll, it's in their head, but it's not in their hearts. Until they actually experience it, until they experience the emotional difference of not smoking, only then could they learn to link emotional pain, extreme pain to their old habits and extreme pleasure to the new habits. You know, once they stop smoking and they remember what it's like to, to smoke and now they can exercise and move and run and not have to stop every 10 seconds just to breathe. Well, now it's reinforced with a positive experience, an emotionally positive experience. And the negative consequences, if it's under, if it's internalized, well, they know that I don't want to smoke again because of what's going to happen on a neg- negatively. They know what's going to happen to their body in the negative aspect if they can, if they smoke again. So this could happen naturally as a natural consequence of what we're doing, consequence being positive or negative, um, or it, it, we can consciously make the decision to change our habits. So a few podcasts back. Uh, I was I was I was talking about how I actually have recently been using our drying rack as a treadmill as well. So I realized that I feel really good going on the treadmill. Uh, when do I have time though? You know, thank God I got a couple of kids, I got a family and you know, a job, and going at night just hasn't been working out. It's it's been really a challenge. So the only time I can really do it is waking up early in the morning and going for a run. So. That means that I got to be really quiet. I got to go downstairs. And if I change upstairs, then it's going to wake my kids up. And once they're awake, it's going to be a lot more difficult for me to get on the treadmill. So I got to put a change of clothing downstairs. 
and I got to wake up early and I got to get on the treadmill, take a shower afterwards. And it's just, it's a lot. But after doing it a couple of times throughout the day, I felt amazing. I felt so much better, so much more energetic. I felt so much happier. And and then at the end of the day, I didn't feel as burnt out. And I realized that my old habit of not exercising so much, the negative reinforcement is if I don't exercise, I'm not going to feel so good. I'm going to feel more burnt out at the end of the day. And the positive reinforcement is I feel great. Is it, it lasts throughout the day. Sure, at the end of a long day, I'm still tired, but I'm not burnt out. I'm not drained. And I only got my exercise in for the day. And that's what I realized is when it comes to habits, when it comes to, to internalizing this idea of positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement, what we want to do is we want to link extreme pain to our old habits and extreme pleasure to new habits. Now, it sounds extreme by definition, but when you experience it, you see what it's like. Because I realized that when in the mornings, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, it's early, I don't want to do this. But it's the morning, and if I, I don't have time to debate, because if I if I waste too much time debating myself, time's going to tick on by, and I'm going to have to start my day, and I'm not, and I'm going to lose my opportunity. And I realize that I'm not going to regret it if I do it. No matter, even though I'm exhausted, I get myself into bed, and I get on that treadmill, and I feel amazing. And now I, I I've realized this idea. I've heard this idea for years, but I've actually experienced it. In, in real time, and it worked pretty quickly. So for, for the tool for this week, if you want to get rid of an old habit, try to, uh, really a bad habit, I should say, try to link some, in, on an emotional level, link something negative to it. And on an emotional level, link something positive to it. Because once you have that experience, it's going to be a lot harder to go back if it's really programmed. And if you really put in that change and you really have that experience, you're not going to want to go back. You're going to want to keep on going. And if you do fall back, you're going to remember the pleasure of the changed habit. And you're going to remember the pleasure of what it feels like to to do that new positive habit that it's not going to last too long. You're going to be uncomfortable in your own skin doing the old habit. So that's it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Once again, thank you to The Grub Company for sponsoring this week's episode. Once again, thegrubcompany.com, promo code MortyRocks, M-O-R-D-Y-R-O-C-K-S, for 10% off your order of sliced biltong. Thank you, David Chesner, for the intro music. You can find David Chesner's music on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Thank you, Jewish Podcasts, for hosting our show. You can find us at jewishpodcasts.fm slash morty, jewishpodcasts.fm slash morty, M-O-R-D-Y, or search Monday Morning Motivation with Morty Liss. That's M-O-R-D-Y-L-Y-S-S, Monday Morning Motivation with Morty Liss on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Podcast Addict, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts that hosts our podcast. And if you have a, a personal podcast podcast player that you'd like to, that you'd like this show to be... Um, uh, fed into, please uh, shoot me an email and let me know. I'd, I'd love to, to spread the word and ask your friends to subscribe as well. And uh, please be sure to, to, subscri- to subscribe yourself and please leave a five-star review to help boost our ratings. Once again, thanks for joining us. If you have any feedback or would like to sponsor an episode or just want to say hi, you can contact me at mondaymorningmotivationpodcasts at gmail.com. It's a mouthful. Try it one more time. mondaymorningmotivationpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you all next week for another episode of Monday Morning Monday Morning Motivation. I'm your host Morty Liss saying peace.